Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Thursday, October 12th, 2017, and this is The Ride. Hey friends, thanks for joining me on this beautiful day. As I make my way to my place of work, I thought I'd mention a few thoughts. A few thoughts I'm having about time. Time, not so much time, but how time affects things. You've heard of the time value of money? That means if you've got a dollar in your hand right now, you could look at it and it's one dollar, one unit of currency. And at this moment in time, that's all it is, one dollar. It has a value, it can buy something right now. It can also buy something later. I'm not an accountant or a statistician. Well, maybe a little bit of a statistician, but when I'm holding this dollar in my hand, it can buy a dollar's worth of something right now. But it can also represent being able to buy more than a dollar's worth of something later. That's what the time value of money is kind of talking about. If I invest that dollar down the road, I might be able to buy something that costs more than a dollar. If my investments are good, then I can have higher wealth. If my investments are bad, I might end up having 98 cents to show for that dollar down the road. There's a story in the Bible you're probably aware of they use the word talents. Talents was actually a word used for money, but also we can look at it as talents. You know, you've got some talents. And the story goes that the master said, you know, put these to use. And one of them put his, I think it's five talents to use, and, and it grew to ten talents. One had two talents, it grew to two ta- uh, four talents. And one had one talent and he thought you know what I better not risk this money I don't want to risk using these talents or this talent and he sat on it he buried it and it didn't grow so you can find out the rest of that story what happened you can in the Word of God look it up it'll be easy to find Google is your friend time value of money I promise I'm gonna get to the key here. Just think about the time value of money. I've been working on a project at my work, kind of looking forward to working on it today, where we're taking some information from our system, our manufacturing system, and providing it to some of the leadership's mobile devices. So anywhere in the world, you can pull up your phone, and you can see how the plant's doing. Pretty cool. It's amazing that you can do that in this day and age. And it's actually not difficult. But for a little while it was because I wasn't sure all of the pieces. And I'm still kind of figuring it out. But it's a doable thing. Easily doable. And as I'm working on the project, one of the hurdles that I have at this point is... I can, right now on this phone I'm speaking right into, I can pull up 
the report that I made, the, the little image that has this information on it. It looks perfect. I could give it to my managers and say, here you go. This is awesome. And they'd look at it and they'd say, that's cool how you incorporated our logo and it looks three-dimensional and, and the data, it's awesome. It's exactly what I wanted. And then they could look at it closely and say, wait, wait a minute. Why isn't it changing? I mean, I know the plant's running pretty good, but it looks to me like this data, this screen on my phone, it's not changing. Where's the button that lets me refresh it? And I'd say, well, you don't have that capability. What do you mean? And I say, well, this is exactly what you wanted, except for one thing. That data was truth yesterday. So part of the deal was, I want to see the current information at all times, or at least be able to push a button and get the latest refreshed data. And that's where I'm stuck right now. I'm working on that part to make sure that it can stream the live data right to the phone. I could get halfway there. I could say, you know what, this is, I can get you updated data, but it's always going to be 24 hours old. Somehow I don't think they're going to go for that one. You know, managers want that stuff. They want what's live. Give me, give me what's happening right now. So there's two things I want to touch on today. And that is, one, you need to be able to, man, I'm, 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 uh, looking at this situation as a metaphor for life. You could go through life working with old data. Like in my example, this manager could be operating his facility, but if the data he keeps getting is 24 hours old, don't you think that you might make a few mistakes along the way? Like not know that things are down and for a whole day, not realize that there's an issue and then you, you're just late to the party. You can't correct things unless you've got your finger on the pulse, right? We can't go through life operating on old data. What does that mean? The way I looked at it this morning when I was in prayer was that we can go through life knowing what the Word of God says, remembering how God was good to us in the past, but we don't have that fresh manna. Look it up. Manna. We don't have that rhema word for today. Look it up. Rhema. R-H-E-M-A. We're operating with 24-hour-old data. We need to be hearing what the Word of God is saying to us today. Otherwise, we'll make decisions that won't be the best. We'll be making them based more on our experience rather than what the Word of God is saying to us in the moment. You know the Word of God is alive, right? So that's one thing. Let's not be operating on old data. Now the other thing is a little subtle, but one of the things that I have to think about as, a, as an engineer here in this project I'm working on is what the value of that information is as well. Not just that I'm giving it to that manager, but what's the value of it? 
you know, one piece of data can have a certain uh, intrinsic value and another piece of data might not be worth a lot. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, as I'm putting this app together, I'm realizing that if I give that manager exactly what he wanted, it's not going to do him any good. It's probably going to do him a disservice. What he wanted was the exact live piece of data, what's happening right now. And those who have ever worked with data that fluctuates, whether it's the stock market or the speed of your processing line or whatever, you know that there's variation. Kind of like life has variation in it, right? If I were to give that manager exactly what he wanted, it would be useless to him. Because I would be saying, the line's running really good. Oh, not, not quite so much. Oh, no, it's down. Oh, it's back up again. I mean, that's kind of the thing that you might have. And if he's focused so much on that minute second of information that exists right now and no longer exists, and now there's a new piece of information, you, you're like chasing your tail. You, what, what, do I, what do I do? And I've got no history to tell me if I've got to worry about the fact that it just went down for a second. I, I've got no I, I've got no context. So there's the other end of the spectrum here. You're acting on the things that are changing so much that you don't have a baseline of understanding of the life, the process, life of the system. And when things happen in life, changes that happen, you're so bombarded with what's going on right now that you don't have an underlying buffer to help you deal with the ups and downs. So here's two things, the two points I'm trying to get to. You must establish an ongoing relationship with the Lord God Almighty every day of your life and be in the Word so that you can get today's life out of that Word. For today, it has to be active, has to be current, while remembering that God doesn't change, He is consistent. He's always with you and always going to be helping you out. And like I mentioned yesterday, He will bridge the gaps between what you can do and what you can't do. And we need to remember that as well. We need to not be so flighty. And, you know, I, I used to do this. I'd have a bad day or something was going on. I'd flip open the Bible and just dart board something. And, you know, if, if it spoke to me about my current moment, then God must be real. And if it didn't, then God must not be real. And it's just a big old game. And how, how silly to do that. I didn't have a depth to my understanding. I was just shotgunning it. So remember how early on I told you about the time value of money? I told you I would get to this point. When it comes to money, economists and investors, they look at money not as this piece of green paper that you hold in your hand, but more of the potential of the investment. The money is just kind of a means to an end. 
you're trying to create wealth. And I want to clarify, you know, wealth gets such a bad rap. It's like, oh, you don't want wealth. That's what the one percenters have. Okay. Bill Gates has a lot of wealth, but he also has a lot of play. And he can get money to where it's needed. Can he? In fact, that's what they do. So, yeah, he's wealthy. But if you use your wealth the right way, it's not evil. I seem to recall that if you give your wealth away, God will glorify you. We looked at that from Proverbs the other day. He might not glorify you with wealth, but the point is there's nothing intrinsically wrong with wealth. So most adults are saving money, which I highly, highly recommend you do for a rainy day, as they say. And it allows you to be able to, I don't know, do things that are kind of important, like send your kids to college or purchase a vehicle, things that are needed in this day and age, you know. But the financial people look at the time value of money. This is the money that we have now. If we invest it, it can be worth something different later. And we can build wealth. So the Word of God is like that currency. And it has a value. But the value grows at way better than 8% interest, too, let me tell you. It grows crazy growth when you take it and apply it and invest it in your life and the lives of others. There is a time value to this thing. Just like we were looking at the Word of God earlier where you didn't want to use old information. You wanted to keep it fresh. You want to invest. So not, You want to get the fresh Word of God and you want to invest that in people and in your family and in what you're doing. You're sitting on a gold mine here. Don't be like the one who took their one talent, their little mini gold mine, and they just buried it. The master was not pleased. You now know that the word of God that you hold in your hands can be held in your heart and can be in your mind and be active every day of your life and can be invested Right now, I can take an investment of mine that's been working ever since I've been working. And because it's grown to a level, I don't have to take a lot to put into my investment. It grows on its own. Einstein even, there's a quote attributed to Einstein that's about compound interest. It's kind of funny, you know, this super wise guy. And he said, I forget the quote. I'll have to look it up now, but something about one of the greatest things in the world is compound interest. I'm sure he would probably say it's not quite as cool as E equals MC squared, but once that word of God is invested into people, it grows. And you don't have to keep feeding it necessarily. It grows. It has a mind of its own. The word of God is active and it grows. So instead of holding that dollar bill up in the air now, you get that Bible in your hand and you look at that and you say, Lord, I need you to help me see this 
as it truly is. It is not a dead book. It is not an old, useless, outdated book, but it actually speaks to us today. It's active and current, and if followed and revered, will help us make incredibly smart decisions and will help us minister to those around us that need to know there's this value here. They might not know it. How do you see the Word of God? So I'll conclude today by taking you back to that uh, that app I'm making. Remember how I told you if I gave that manager everything he wanted and up to the second information constantly updating it it wouldn't necessarily give him a good picture so what do you do well what i do is i average the last this is adjustable but you can average let's say the last hours worth of data so when he looks at it it's updating all the time but it's always giving him an average of let's say over the last hour and what that does is it smooths out all that data that changes so quickly it helps smooth it out and I think about that quite often because in the line of work I do many times in order to have a system under control because I'm a control engineer sometimes you need to smooth that data which can be rather highly changeable highly volatile and you smooth it out so that you get a better picture of what's really happening and then when you have a better picture of what's happening you can control things better I mean, and you get this many people call it approaching things with an even keel that's the heavy part of the boat on the bottom that keeps it upright and no matter how much wind is beating on it if it's heavy enough in the water it just kind of only lets the boat totter a little bit. It essentially dampens what the environment is doing to that boat. So if there was no keel, that boat could be blown over. But this, this weight, this solid footing, if you will, or foundation to the boat, keeps it from rocking too much. It essentially takes the crazy fluctuation of the day and just kind of smooths it out. That's exactly what I'm going to be doing for this manager. The Bible does the same thing. It gets our mind focused on something that's unchanging. It gets our eyes off of the crazy seas that are changing and blowing and gets our eyes on Christ. The very same way that we see when Peter is walking on the water. Keep your eye on Christ today in his word. Three keys there. Today, on Christ, Word of God. Can't go wrong. So you stay in that Word and you live in peace. You pray for those who persecute you. And hey, I'm applying this stuff too. I I mentioned recently that I needed to do this more, make a deliberate attempt to daily feed myself on the Word of God. And I'm starting to see a difference. And I expect things will change for you too. It won't be the same old, same old. You keep ingesting that Word of God into your day, and things certainly will continue to grow like interest in the bank. I will see you on the flip.